See, I'm not one of these people who's worried about everything. You got people like this around you, country's full of them now. People walking around all day long, every minute of the day, worried about everything. Worried about the air, worried about the water, worried about the soil. Worried about insecticides, pesticides, food additives, carcinogens. Worried about radon gas, worried about asbestos. Worried about saving endangered species. Let me tell you about endangered species, all right? Saving endangered species is just one more arrogant attempt by humans to control nature. It's arrogant meddling. It's what got us in trouble in the first place. Doesn't anybody understand that? Interfering with nature. Over 90%, over, way over, 90% of all the species that have ever lived on this planet, ever lived, are gone. They're extinct. We didn't kill them all. They just disappeared. That's what nature does. They disappear these days at the rate of 25 a day. And I mean regardless of our, our behavior. Irrespective of how we act on this planet, 25 species that were here today will be gone tomorrow. Let them go gracefully. Leave nature alone. Haven't we done enough? We're so self-important. So self-important. Everybody's going to save something now. Save the trees, save the bees, save the whales, save those snails. <laughs> and the greatest arrogance of all, save the planet. What? Are these fucking people kidding me? Save the planet? We don't even know how to take care of ourselves yet. We haven't learned how to care for one another. We're gonna save the fucking planet? I'm getting tired of that shit. Tired of that shit. Tired. I'm tired of fucking Earth Day. I'm tired of these self-righteous environmentalists, these white bourgeois liberals who think the only thing wrong with this country is there aren't enough bicycle paths. People trying to make the world safe for their Volvos. Besides, environmentalists don't give a shit about the planet. They don't care about the planet. Not in the abstract, they don't. Not in the abstract, they don't. You know what they're interested in? A clean place to live. Their own habitat. They're worried that someday in the future they might be personally inconvenienced. Narrow, unenlightened self-interest doesn't impress me. Besides, there is nothing wrong with the planet. Nothing wrong with the planet. The planet is fine. The people are fucked. Thanks to the late, great George Carlin for that, who I'm glad to say was wide awake to how power shapes our world. So what we've experienced over the last few years has been virtually impossible for most people to get their heads around and it's forced people to deny the truth of what really went on calling everything not on mainstream media a conspiracy theory so today I'm going to look back to the beginning of Covid and try and piece together what really went on so hello my friends and welcome to another podcast. the most crucial aspect of the Covid agenda was the so-called vaccine passports. Our politicians did not want us to get vaccinated for the good of our health. 
They're wanting to get us vaccinated so they can force us to use the vaccine passport. That was the whole point. This was the first step to implementing a mandatory universal digital identity system. What they said was every human is at risk from COVID, which we found later on to be a load of bollocks. Therefore, every human must take the vaccine to keep track of who has taken the vaccine. Every human requires a vaccine passport. So to keep track of the vaccine passports, humanity as a species requires a worldwide digital identity system. And without a worldwide digital identity system, the vaccine passports were pretty useless. And without the vaccine passports, how do we know that you aren't a COVID super spreader, like I said, personally responsible for the genocide of millions of people? What a load of fucking bollocks. At the end of the day, the vaccine passport to digital ID pipeline was labelled a conspiracy theorist by mainstream media throughout 2019 and 2020. But globalists have always been pretty open about their nefarious schemes, luckily for us. Back in 2016, the United Nations announced its plan to give every human a digital identity at its 20, uh, ID 2020 summit. In 2018, the European Union announced the creation of the vaccine passports that are compatible with electronic immunisation information systems. To be clear, the vaccine passport is the digital ID. Globalists parry the accusation that they are malevolent conspirators by openly announcing their malevolent conspiracies to the world. They simply rebrand them as philanthropic crusades to save humanity for some hyperbolic, supposedly world-ending calamity like COVID and the global warming bullshit. The Rockefeller-founded Club of Rome openly admitted this strategy regarding climate change in their book, The First Global Revolution. And many other globalists have said similar things in the past. The Club of Rome was founded by the Rockefeller Foundation. And if you go on their website, what they actually say is, in searching for a common enemy against whom we can unite, we came up with the idea that pollution, the threat of global warming, water shortages, famine and the like would fit the bill. In their totality and their interactions, these phenomena do constitute a common threat which must be confronted by everyone together. That's what the Club of Rome says on their webpage. But the big question is, why do the elites want to digitise our identity? Everyone's identities? Well, according to the United Nations themselves, their plan for the future of humanity is to corral everybody into fully digitised, 5G-powered, sustainably developed, climate change-friendly smart cities. Sounds fucking delicious, don't it? Once the plebs have been forced to live in pods and eat bugs, elites will use these smart cities to monitor and micromanage our lives via AI, automation, and the Internet of Things, and the Internet of Bodies. 
Everything you own will be connected, not just to the internet, but a worldwide system that regulates every aspect of your life. Your TV, your fridge, your oven, your car, if you're allowed to own one that is, will constantly catalogue your daily activities and feed round the clock real-time information back into the system. In turn, the system will control how you interact with society. Digital identity is the linchpin of this entire project. Your entire life will be centralised via this singular point of contact with the system. Those without a digital ID will be completely cut off from the system. Now, does that sound far-fetched to you? Because it's already happening. People without vaccine passports were prevented from buying groceries in countries like France. Your digital ID will be linked to every single one of your pre-existing identities, both physical and virtual. Like your driving license and your passport, your email accounts, all of your email accounts, all of your social media accounts, your phone contracts, and even your bank accounts. This recipe for internal slavery is being pitched to the masses incrementally and marketed as a series of life-changing revolutions in convenience and security. What a load of fucking bollocks. The United Nations is directing the construction of so-called smart cities in line with their Agenda 21 also known as Sustainable Development Goals and Agenda 2030. Almost every smart city resource published by governments and NGOs, which are non-government organisations like the World Economic Forum and the World Health Organisation, around the world feature the term Sustainable Development, referring to the United Nations Agenda. Agenda 21 is a long-term political strategy to reshape our entire planet and it was publicly announced by the UN back in the early 1990s but likely it was planned for decades in advance. As usual, it is marketed to the public as a philanthropic crusade to save our planet from climate change, poverty, hunger, disease, Covid, bigotry, racism and so on. But it's nothing of the sort. It is simply a way for the globalist elite to solidify their rule and expand their power, not just over humanity, but all life on Earth. All life on Earth, that is. The UN's official list of sustainable development goals, the SDGs, as they call them, you got to treat this as a hit list of things that globalist technocrats aim to micromanage. When they say things like no poverty and zero hunger, what they're really saying is they wish to have total control over humanity's finances and food supplies. They view humanity in the same way a farmer views his livestock, except, generally speaking, farmers do not despise their livestock. So, from a short article from fucking Bill Gates, his Global Vaccine Alliance explains why vaccines are vital to accomplishing 14 out of the 17 SDGs. I'm going to 
name them all now actually so no poverty zero hunger good health and well-being quality education gender equality gender equality is number five on the fucking list before climate action <laughs> and affordable and clean energy gender equality six was clean water and sanitation seven affordable and clean energy goes on uh descent work and economic growth industry innovation and infrastructure reduced inequalities sustainable cities and communities uh number 12 was responsible consumption and production responsible consumption so they're going to tell you what to fucking eat and by the sounds of it they want us to eat bugs at the minute 13 was climate change or climate action sorry 14 was life below water 15 was life on land 16 peace justice and strong institutions and the last one 17 partnerships for the goals well sounds very nice bill bill gates so the united nations what they work hand in hand with these private corporations international ngos and nation state governments to implement agenda 21 an internal un report on smart cities states that they plan to establish a public private partnership the ppps which they mean overt technocracy ruled by elite backed experts the projects has wide, uh, widespread support throughout the whole goddamn world. One study found that by 1997, 70% of the UK local authorities had committed to Agenda 21. This is back in 1997. So all you people who said, oh, Agenda 21 and Agenda 30, they're just fucking conspiracy theories. Fucking have a look for yourself, for fuck's sake. Stop calling everything a conspiracy theory. Look beyond the BBC fucking propaganda news channel and go and find out for yourself. Now, in my book, I'm I'm starting to realise that fucking 90% of the world is just fucking lazy. We've got in the East, the Chinese Communist Party recently announced that they are officially collaborating with the UN to implement Agenda 21 via their Belt and Road Initiative. Have you heard of that one? The Belt and Road in Initiative, that's what China have started up uh, and the US is back in it. Sorry, the UN is back in it. Antonio Guterres, the UN Secretary General, said that the Belt and Road Initiative is highly compatible with the goals pursued by the UN and is conductive to solving various problems facing the world today and addressing challenges such as financing, for development and climate change. The Belt and Road Initiative is an important opportunity for all countries in the world, they say. Uh, it carries on, this UN Secretary General says, the UN stands ready to work closely with, Chinese, uh, closely with the Chinese side in the process of jointly building the Belt and Road Initiative to jointly promote the cause of peace and development of mankind. 
Silver tongues, that's all they've got, mate. They've just got silver tongues uh, full of bullshit. Smarter cities will likely utilise Chinese and Israeli technology, which has been stolen from America, by the way, and will almost certainly feature Chinese communist-style AI-powered surveillance and a world-spanning social credit system. You must have heard about this credit system. So while we are on the subject of communism, the abolition of private property has been a primary objective of globalists since the days of Karl Marx, at least. According to the WEF, an official UN partner organisation, they say by 2030 you will own nothing and you'll be happy. 2030 is the proposed end date of the so-called Great Reset, a book written by the leader of the World Health Organization, Klaus Schwab. Yet another Agenda 21 rebrand. They aim to transform every country into a nation of renters, whereby everything is owned and controlled by rootless technocrats. So you just have to go onto the World Economic Forum's website. Welcome to 2030. I own nothing. I have no privacy and life has never been better. So they've got a crystal ball, have they? You only have to look at the Chinese people. They're the most miserable people on the planet. And the reason for that is the Chinese government and their totalitarian organisations the way they run their country, it's absolutely ridiculous. If you want us to go down that Chinese path, keep voting for these fucking dickheads. Fucking hell. So the COVID lockdowns are not intended to stop the spread of a deadly virus. There never was. Their intention was to destroy the working and middle classes by transferring what little wealth we had left directly into the hands of the international oligarchy. <sighs> Look at people like Bill Gates and the guy who owned Amazon. If you don't think that this last, these last two years have been the biggest transfer of wealth in history, in the world's history, then you need your head testing because that is exactly what has happened. Independent small businesses are being crushed and shut down by COVID regulations worldwide, while mega corporations operate unimpeded. Did you notice that all our governments, they shut down our means to stay healthy? Our gyms that we use, our swimming pools, our libraries, they were all fucking shut down. Yet, what did they keep open? Kentucky Fried Chicken and fucking McDonald's, mate. Start fucking switching on, man. Simple as that. While the lower classes are bled dry, plutocrats are busy buying up all of the farmland and all the houses as well. BlackRock are buying in every house they can get their hand on. Bill Gates has bought up most of the available farmland in the US. So what they're saying is plebs owning land and property is unsustainable. Growing food and raising livestock is not eco-friendly. 
you will live in a rented smart city apartment where your carbon output can be tracked by AI. You will subsist on a diet of industrial maggot paste, lab-grown fake meat and microplastics. You will own nothing and you will be happy. So the World Economic Forum, founded by Henry Kissinger's protege, Klaus Schwab, has published numerous articles and videos hinting at the forthcoming economic shift away from capitalism and towards a new socialistic system. The World Economic Forum calls for a fusion of private and public sectors, presumably to bring the world under the control of a centralised technocracy. No more private or public sectors, only the world sector. The direction we are heading today is eerily similar to the technocratic socialist world system envisioned by many leftists of the 19th and 20th centuries. The non-fiction works of the Fabian Society, uh, Socialist, have you ever heard of them? H.G. Wells was one actually. The New World Order or The Open Conspiracy, Blueprints for a World Revolution. George Orwell described this technocratic socialism as oligarchical uh, collectivism, a state in which the means of production are owned by the oligarchy, the party, in his book 1984, rather than the workers themselves, which describes every socialist state in history. The Fabians were instrumental in the New World Order projects, as stated on their own website. They pioneered the idea of a United Nations even. This is not to say that modern elites are all ardent Fabians, but the Fabian ideal, i.e. a socialist world technocracy, which is the ideal of most 19th century and 20th century leftists, has greatly influenced the globalist ideology of our era. So what they're really after is a one world government. At the beginning of the COVID PSYOP, and I will call it a PSYOP because it was a psychological operation, globalist elites publicly announced their plans to establish an overt world government. This mind-blowing confession was casually slipped into the Great Reset propaganda and various articles published on the United Nations website. Fucking hell. For example, a press release titled COVID-19 shows why United, Na uh, United Action is needed for more robust international health architecture. Signed by multiple world leaders, including Macron, Merkel and our very own Boris fucking Johnson. Although globalist elites have openly discussed world government and world governance for decades now, if not centuries, the mainstream media that they own and control slanders anyone who points this out as a conspiracy theory peddling lunatic. The United Nations is marketed as a powerless and benevolent, if not incompetent, observer. However, it was explicitly founded to act as the official world government who made, who made it official. The people with enough wealth and power to destroy anybody who disagrees with them, that's who made it official. 
The UN includes a multitude of sub-organisations designed to manage every aspect of human society. Organisations like the World Health Organisation, the World Court, the World Bank, the International Monetary Fund, the World Trade Organisation, International Bureau of Education even, International Organisation for Migration, so they can move people about and cause disruption wherever they need. Alongside the United Nations, elites have also established a semi-decentralised shadow empire within the so-called private sector, which controls much of the world's finance, media, education and corporations. This empire is connected behind the scenes via quasi-secret societies or sub-secret societies, such as the Council on Foreign Relations and the Bilderberg Group and the Tri lateral commission. The United Nations is essentially the public face of this covert shadow empire. Recent globalist rhetoric hints at a forthcoming synthesis between the shadow empire and the formalized world system under the United Nations public private partnerships again. So of course their one world government wouldn't be complete without a one world currency so no world government would be complete without it and you can guarantee that globalists will attempt to force one through within the next few years as they're also already trying to do this plan was hinted at in the rothschild owned economist magazine and the head of the bank for international settlements the bis has claimed that he wants complete control over money by banishing, uh, banning cash in favour of central bank digital currencies. What he actually said was, and I quote, the central bank will have absolute control on the rules and regulations that will determine the use of money and we will ha also have the technology to enforce that. That's what they said in black and white no denying so how elites plan to implement a digital one world currency is an unresolved question but a 2017 jerusalem post article suggests that a global currency collapse might be seen as a way to wipe the slate clean of nation-based currencies especially the us dollar and establish an international one like Bitcoin, for instance. In 2020, Visa filed a blockchain patent, patent for digitizing fiat currency. In the words, the patent sets out a way for a central bank to take fiat money that is currently in circulation, digitize it, remove the converted physical currency from circulation, and then enable consumers and merchants to conduct transactions using a digital wallet stored on a chip of a smart card or a secure element of a user's de uh, device like his phone. The patent, or patent as some people pronounce it, I'm from Birmingham, so I pronounce oh, fuck knows, patent, applies to all central bank digital currencies, including the pound, the yen, the euro and the dollar, meaning that the physical currency of any central bank anywhere in the world can be instantly digitized. 
And that is one fucking frightening aspect. A digital dollar or digital pound was initially included in a COVID-19 relief package under the CARES Act. This is uh, in America, by the way. The bill suggested that it could provide universal basic income, UBI, for Americans. And this was in the Forbes magazine, if you want to go and check it out, which would be instrumental for creating a digital identity-based social credit system. If income is centrally controlled either by the state or some unaccountable international bureaucracy, they can completely eradicate political dissent. Disagree with the elite? Sorry, no more money for you. The precedent is already set. Private banking corporations have been deplatforming thought criminals for the last half a decade. That's us supposed conspiracy theorists because we don't agree with their goals and their agendas basically what they want the world to be to push to normalize a link between digital id and the world banking system is already well underway for example commonwealth a digital vaccine passport project launched by the rockefeller foundation and the World Economic Forum has officially partnered with Samsung Pay, allowing users to host their vaccine passports, or their so their, vas- their vaccine passes within the Samsung app. Apparently, this does nothing besides displaying QR codes that link to users' vaccine passes. So it's happening already, people. It's happening already. The Doconomy credit card, which was launched back in 2020 provides a glimpse of how the forthcoming social credit system might function. It tracks the environmental impact of everything you buy, including food, and cuts you off if you use uh, if you use up all your carbon credits. A Finnish startup company produced the card on behalf of the United Nations in collaboration with MasterCard. You will be pleased to know that their Doconomy team prioritizes gender and racial equality 50 percent of their board is female and a woman of color serves as their ceo and on to transhumanism the most important aspect of the great resets is the fourth industrial revolution i.e the transhumanist revolution in the words of world economic founder uh, world economic forum founder klaus schwab This will lead to a fusion of our physical, digital, and biological identity. The merging of man with machine. If you think that transhumanism means turning people into ballast cyborgs capable of superhuman fates of strength and intelligence, then you're in for a nasty shock. The transhumanist revolution has been inoffensively branded as the Internet of Bodies, the IOB which is based on the Internet of Things, the IOT, a physical network of Internet-connected devices that collect and transfer data to one another, independently of human intervention. Practical applications of the Internet of Things include smart home devices, smart city, but for your house, basically, such as the Amazon Echo or the Google Home, AI-driven medical care, supply chain management 
and agricultural and manufacturing processes. The Internet of Things was conceptualized in the 1980s and the 1990s at elite colleges like MIT and UC Berkeley. Both have links to the CIA, by the way. Its popularity skyrocketed after the renowned scientist Bill Joy delivered a lecture on device-to-device -device communication at the World Economic Forum back in 1999. A year later, Joy penned the infamous Why the Future Doesn't Need Us article, in which he warned that our most powerful 21st century techno uh, technologies, robotics, genetic engineering and nanotech, are threatening to make humans an endangered species. So the Internet of Bodies will be created by linking human beings directly into the Internet of Things via devices that can be implanted, swallowed or worn. That's on the World Economic Forum website as well. The Internet of Bodies is a network of interconnected devices that collects data on human bodies, logging physical activities, health, etc., and modifies their biological functions. Once again, the thin end of the wedge consists of near useless products like smartwatches and completely useless products like smart hairbrushes and toothbrushes. Smart contact lenses are on the cards too. So you can beam YouTube directly into your own eyeballs and watch it all fucking day long like a zombie. Exactly how they want it to be. As with all the globalist uh, machinations, the transhumanist revolution is marketed as benevolent uh, philanthropy. The World Economic Forum has claimed that the Internet of Bodies could prove crucial in fighting the COVID-19 pandemic, the fucking Black Plague, as they wanted us to think it was, and technologies like smart pacemakers and digital pills have been subtly promoted by the mainstream media and think tanks for several years now. And not, con not a conspiracy theory. Even our newspapers and our news channels have been slowly and softly promoting them. Physically implantable COVID vaccine microchips regarded as the insane conspiracy theory in 2020 were publicly announced as a life-saving scientific revolution by 2021 right i'll give you an example two articles both from the daily mail one dated the uh, 29th of april 2020 so listen to this from Bill Gates's plot to microchip the world to Dr. Fauci blocking natural cures, how anti-vaxxers are already peddling bizarre theories about COVID-19 vaccines before it even exists. So fast forward to April 2021, uh, the 12th of April, by the way, the same newspaper says, Pentagon scientists reveal a microchip that senses COVID-19 in your body before you show symptoms and a filter that extracts the virus from the blood. So what was last year's conspiracy theory is this year's conspiracy facts. And that has gone through 
the whole of the pandemic everything they called a conspiracy theory came true within six to 12 18 months so you conspiracy theorists out there you're not really conspiracy theorists are you you're truth seekers because that's all we're ever after is the truth and there's nothing in my book there's fuck all wrong with that asking questions so it should go without saying that globalist elites do not have the slightest concern for our health or humanity as a collective their only concern is power and money if anything they are explicitly anti-health ruling over a healthy strong intelligent competent population is dangerous business for a despised despot and a pharmaceutical industry that could never be overthrown by a legion of drugged up obese mentally ill lazy weak timid obedient fools could they because that's exactly what they're trying to turn us into so let me break it all down in, in just a nutshell basically this is what we're fighting against so the elites have openly stated that they are creating or trying to create a one world government. So, and the, the COVID and the climate change were so overblown, absolute scams. And that was thrown on the public to scare the masses into accepting this one world government. COVID is not a world destroying plague as we were meant to believe. Climate change will not end the world climate change has been going on since the world began elites aim to coral humanity into fully digitized 5g powered smart cities which may be constructed with chinese and israeli technology via the belt and road initiative everything you own including your physical property internet accounts various forms of id bank accounts will be centralized via one singular digital identity and linked into one world spanning digital control grid this system will monitor and regulate your behavior like a chinese style social credit system those who have too low a social credit score the racist the sexist the homophobic the unvaccinated the people that aren't so eco-friendly will be shut out of basic services elites and currently in uh, elites are currently in the process of abolishing private property and transitioning towards a communistic socialistic economic system with ubi universal basic income and communal ownership whereby the plebs own fuck all and be happy renting everything from the state the world government and the oligarchs the elites plan to implement a one world digital blockchain currency and abolish national based currencies including the english pound and the us dollar this may be done incrementally via uh, as visa and the us governments are working together to digitize existing physical currencies or via an artificially engineered financial collapse 
the World Economic Forum claims that blockchain will serve as the operating system for the new economy. UBI, Universal Basic Income, will enable the elites to completely eradicate political dissent by deplatforming people with from the one world currency and global financial system, which will be integrated with the digital ID and social system. Us, the plebs, will be forced to eat fake lab-grown food because real food is not environmentally sustainable, as they would have us believe. Now, Google tactically admitted via the selfish ledger doctrine that the end goal of their massive data harvesting projects throughout all these years is to build a genetic code of human behaviour, behavioural sequencing, if you will, which they can then hack for species scale behavioural engineering. Technology related to Elon Musk's Neuralink may be used to control thoughts and behaviours or to biologically meld individuals' minds with the behemoth internet control grid. People like Bill Gates has patented technology to harvest living humans for cryptocurrency. So like I said, in a nutshell, transhumanism is here. What they actually offer could sound somewhat an okay future to someone not knowing their motives. Remember, tyrants always come as saviours. So what do we do to combat all this? We never stop asking questions of people in positions of power. We do as much research as we can, as we can find the time to do anyway as we can no longer trust our media to give us the truth in its raw form. You see, when a society has the truth, the whole truth, no matter how bitter or how sweet, they can get through anything. I truly believe that. Just be the change you want to see. Thanks for listening. To Luke.